0: Yes, it is Free Talk Live. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, on this wonderful Saturday evening. Free Talk Live does broadcast seven nights a week from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And we are a live call-in radio program, so if you want to be heard on a nationally syndicated radio show that's also broadcast on the Internet and some satellite stations... Feel free to give us a call during those hours, seven nights a week. The telephone number to do so is 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160 is the number here in the studio if you'd like to join us. Uh, I am your host this evening, the Reverend Captain Kickass, and I will be joined shortly by the fashionably late Peakless Mountaineer. Or perhaps unfashionably late, depending on what sort of attire he's got on, we'll find out momentarily. But uh, the captain here is older than the selfie. Yes, that's right. I'm an ancient relic from historical times. You know, uh, I-, I remember the the One Touch camera that spit out the photo that you just took, and you had to you know, flap around in the air, you know, wait for it to develop right on the spot. I remember when that... Shake
1: it like a Polaroid?
0: Shake it like a Polaroid, yes. I remember that being an advance in technology, because prior to that, you actually had to buy this little cartridge that had film in it and, like, sort of pull it out, and if you did it wrong, you'd screw up a whole roll, and then you put it in the camera, and then you only get so many pictures... You know, there's a, a limit to how many you can fit on a roll. So, you know, you get 20 or 50 or something like that. And then when it's done, oh, you better have brought another roll. So I, I'm older than this technology. So, so you can't fit a
1: thousand pictures on a tiny little stick?
0: Yeah, no. Uh, and, in fact, I still own something that uh, a lot of you kids out there have probably never heard of. Or if you have, it's only because you stumbled upon one in your grandmother's attic or whatever. And that is a photo album. Ooh, that's right. This is a, a binder a physical, or a book, a physical manual. Yeah, where you photos that were taken and then developed into physical photographs. Analog, yeah, analog. Yeah, analog. Uh, <laughs> if the ones that you really liked, you would put inside of this book that had these sort of protective things. It reminds me a lot of these uh, these gamers that have these binders to keep their cards in, the Magic the Gathering oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You know, these gamers or, or even sports collectibles have these binders and they have these like little plastic places for each of the cards, and each sheet holds so many. It was kind of Gotta like keep that. Got
1: it in mint condition.
0: So why am I talking about selfies and photographic history and the history of the technology behind the photograph? It's because the IRS wants you to take a selfie. No. <laughs> that was my reaction, to, to the headline. Uh,
1: so, I was like, why does so the this IRS even one of those little things where, one? like... I I realized that part of uh, why we had to go through public schooling was to train us to perform free labor for the government.
0: Well, And we've seen that enacted already with the, we'll call them mask mandates, that appeared in cities, towns, and states. Uh, most everywhere in the United States was affected in some way or another by a mask mandate. There were very few areas that never put one in. Uh, or even held off very long, right? Some were, you know, way on board sooner than others, but pretty much everybody got on board and everybody was affected in some way. And so as a result of these mandates, what happens is you have low-level, you know, waitresses, uh, convenience store clerks, right? Entry-level people becoming the mask police. Mm-hmm. And this
1: Congratulations, is, you've been deputized. It comes with no additional pay.
0: No additional pay. No training. <laughs> yeah. Right? No additional pay. Am I pay.
1: really qualified to make sure that you're following the mask y- mandate? Yeah. I
0: that would if I worked at any of these places, I'd be like, Yeah, you know what? I'm just not qualified to be the mask police. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't taken that training course yet. So this from reason.com. Smile. The IRS wants you to send selfies to a facial recognition company. So of course the government never does anything themselves. They you know, they don't have anything, they don't make anything, uh, right? Everything they do, they must first take from somebody else to make happen, right? Either whether it's money or they make other people do it in some way shape or form. So of steal course steal our
1: time from our productive behavior or just steal the symbol of our time.
0: Now some people may see this as a double-edged sword. It's one thing to send a selfie to a government organization known as the IRS, it's a whole other thing to send it to a third-party company that the IRS has contracted with, whom they say is safe. Now, I don't know about you, but I do not trust the entity known as government to make a decision as to whether or not a tech company uh, on their payroll that they're outsourcing this stuff to is going to keep my stuff private.
1: Well, and isn't it just convenient that, well, if we were doing it ourselves, you might be able to make a FOIA request. You might be able to get a hold of this information, find out what we're doing with these pictures of you. But since we outsourced it to this company, they're not beholden to this, uh, you know, uh, transparency that the government pretends to have. Yeah.
0: And also, I'd like to remind all of our listeners that while we're talking about the IRS, that the IRS does spell theirs if you just take out all the spaces t h e i r s it's the property they believe in yes so no that's not a joke people are like oh that's funny oh you made it no, really that's how they act <laughs> they act Aww. as if everything is theirs mm-hmm. they we did uh, we talked about some uh, asset forfeiture and some uh, what's the other word the domain something uh, eminent, eminent domain, domain yeah. uh, last week you know we talk about these things frequently here on free talk live and within the freedom community these are all topics that are always going around it's just that p- when people hear about this stuff, they go, oh, it doesn't affect me. It's them. It's those guys. Or it's over there. It's not here. Oh, it's in that city. It's not my city. Oh, it's in that town. It's not in my town. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my neighbors. It's not my house. Yeah. Right? How close does it have to be for you to take some action or to become concerned?
1: And remember, it's not uh, imminent, as in it's about to happen. It's like naturally part of its uh, uh, its fundamental nature. It I is know. eminently the property of the government. It's eminently theirs. Every single scratch of land is the domain of the of the government, at least according to them. So, I mean, th- this idea that you own land, you do not own property ever. You rent it. You rent it from yes. the government. Yes, it's true. And the, the the price of your rent, much like a, a a feudal lord would have to pay their percentage from their serfs, you have to pay the rent of taxes on the on that land. If you fail to pay that tax, they will take it back from you. Or if they just feel like it. And they'll pay you whatever they feel like paying you in exchange for taking your land from you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And then there's there's certain things that I, I find I find them laughable now only because I can predict them, right? After you know, having sort of come out of the fog of statism some time ago, you know, it it was a process. It didn't, like, happen over there. There were certain, certain epiphanies that I had. Light bulbs went off and realizations that, you know, led me down the path to come out of the fog of statism. I was brainwashed into... What you know, most people who are listening even are you know still like oh well we I might not like the government but we need something.
1: Well, very very few of us uh, start out our life without that programming.
0: But there are things now that are predictable. Uh, one of our chatters says now the IRS wants us to report how much stimulus we got in twenty twenty one for our taxes. Shouldn't they already know that? Yes, absolutely
1: they should. Well, and that was my thought with send this picture into the into the government agencies uh, outsource. It's like, wait a second, you already have that information from Facebook, don't you? One would think so. I mean, like that's that's already been announced like they, the Facebook has come out saying like, yes, we send all of this into the government whenever they ask for it. Yes, this is all attached to facial recognition programs. I mean, they they've announced this. They haven't really hidden this. So you're making me do work because you won't talk to the other agency and just get that information from them. Right. Handy. Right.
0: Well... Imagine how difficult it is for you or I to get cooperation from a government entity. <laughs> now imagine how difficult it is for a government entity to get cooperation from a different
1: government entity. Uh, even the government has to deal with the DMV sometimes. It's a
0: bureaucracy fight. Who can out-bureaucrat each other? <laughs> 603-283-6160.
1: Is this the era
0: of new identity left behind? We'll find out coming up on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I, I'm I'm channeling nothing is what I'm doing. Um, unrelated to any topics here on Free Talk Live tonight. Yes, you are listening to Free Talk Live to the listeners who are wondering what they're listening to. Uh, you can call us. I'm wondering what I'm listening 603-283-6160. to. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you're questioning my sanity, well, I do host radio, so I mean. <laughs> You know, I might not be the most sane person on planet Earth, but um, recently, uh, Johnny Fever, uh, Mr. Hessman, uh, the, g- the guy who played Johnny Fever, he passed away. And so on one of these online, you know, always streaming sites, they did uh, 24, they're still streaming nothing but WKRP in Cincinnati. Hmm. And now... I watched that show when it was actually on my my parent my parental units would watch it every week whenever it came on and so I was exposed to that show uh, I didn't know I always thought it was just a poor mix the very end of the show there's an end song where when the credits roll and all that kind of thing there's a song. And it's a very, you know, sort of rockin', you know, late 70s sounding rock and roll. Very high tempo for rock mm-hmm. and roll. And lots of pianos. It kind of sounds like an up-tempo Billy Joel tune. But I always just thought it was a bad mix and that you couldn't understand what the guy was saying, right? <laughs> but it turns out that when they wrote that end song for that show, that the guy who wrote it didn't have any lyrics, but he made a demo with the music and everything where he just over the music huh. and they ended up just using that wow so there aren't it's gibberish it's complete <laughs> freaking gibberish uh but it sounds like check
1: the lyric sheet Yeah, uh, it says gibberish
0: yeah if you go online and search for you know end credit song wkrp lyrics you you can read all about this thing. So I thought it was pretty neat, though, that gibberish got used in a nationally televised show hmm. back
1: in the day about a radio station. Kind of reminds me of, uh, so uh, Bob Dylan had just taken voice lessons because, you know, he finally caught enough flack about his voice. Because so he wanted to sound
0: more like Tom Petty?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did actually mistake tom petty for his own voice at one point i kid you not wow he like, I, he like turns to his manager he's like i don't remember recording this song he's like bob that's not you
0: I've, when, i didn't know that i've always joked that like you could interchange tom petty and bob
1: dylan no, for just he about himself anything. he's like i don't remember recording this song it I'm
0: free. I'm free basing. Wait, yeah, so no, finally, free falling. Sorry. So he
1: finally takes a, 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 some voice lessons, and he just falls in love with his voice. So he, so he writes this song. It's like la 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 la. <laughs> and because the the tune came before the lyrics, unlike every other thing he's ever written, the 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 lyrics to Lay Lady Lay are just profoundly shallow. Like there's nothing yeah. there. Yeah,
0: there's a a 70s that's song. That's why he
1: never did that again.
0: There's a 70s song called Vehicle. It's got lots of horns. It's got a funky bass line, great tones. Uh, but it is, it's a creepy song. It's, hmm. it's I'm your vehicle, baby. I'll take you anywhere that you want to go. You know, like I'm, I'm the friendly neighbor with the big old van. Won't you hop inside my car? Or that kind of a thing. Hmm. You know, or a big sedan. Sorry. Friendly, na- friendly stranger in the big sedan. Won't you hop inside my car? Got pictures. Got candy. I'm a lovable man. You know, all this kind of. And I'm like, this song is profoundly creepy, but it's a really tempo. It's got a fun melody. You know, and it's super popular. Like wow. you put it on on a jukebox anywhere and people will start dancing to it. They're
1: like, oh, yeah, I know this song. Some of the songs that come out, I am just amazed that like, like, I'll be watching you. Mm. every breath you take yeah, yeah that every <laughs> step you make i will be
0: watching you <laughs>
1: uh
0: we do take phone calls here on free talk live so let's go to mark calling from florida mark you're on free talk live
2: hey how's it going good what's on your mind tonight mark uh one of them is an address to mail cash checks for the truckers in the usa i've heard <sighs> what's going on in canada
3: i'm not
0: aware I of understand one
2: understand that the uh, the government's trying to steal the money or not let them get it so i want to send them
1: cash in an envelope yeah. i need an address to mail it to yeah that is not a good way to get money to anyone
0: well but if you do happen to know of an address you can call us here at 603-283-6160 if there is something set up for you know some way to manually send in you know a check or money order or something like that uh, please give us a call let us know i'm curious that uh, I seem to remember this peakless mountaineer. Refresh my memory, or maybe you know, but I don't, there's not one on my radar currently. Is there a cryptocurrency fundraising website that mimics something like a GoFundMe?
1: Uh, not that I can think of offhand.
0: Yeah, and, and why not? I mean, are you a developer? Do you have an entrepreneurial spirit? Well, take this idea now that we've announced it on national radio and on the internet and make one. How hard can it be to, like, just recode the payment system
1: of something like that? Yeah, it's one of those ideas that seems so obvious that it should exist.
0: Because I would think that this would be a good time for cryptocurrency to show its might, you know, when we have stuff like Mark's talking about where...
1: Yeah, some kind of a go-bit me.
0: Something, yeah. Mark, your thoughts?
1: It
2: sounds good to me. I just, you know, I don't trust PayPal. PayPal. They're not giving the money up to the truckers. I'd rather just see them get it. purse. I mean, I'd rather put a check in the mail or put cash in the mail, and hopefully it gets to the right person.
1: Well, if you if you do get an address, make sure you do a check or a money order, because if it's cash, uh, a lot of the people at the post office are dishonest enough that they will take that out of uh, out of whatever you send. Amen. Oh, yeah,
2: everybody. Nowadays, you can't trust anybody.
1: Well, you certainly Tell can't me, trust a a citizen... unknown, unseen government bureaucrats, that's for sure.
2: What was that, Mark? Hey. You can know you can trust the government. Ask any American Indian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, Mark. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, certainly they weren't lied to, and they didn't have everything stolen from them, and a bunch of them weren't murdered. No, not at all.
1: Right? Yeah, I I do love the fact that these truckers have gotten like ten million dollars, though. That's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah, it
0: was like eight million last week, and then nine, and then ten, and yeah, it's it's great to see the support. Uh, however, I question the outcome still. Uh, I'm a I'm a
1: I pessimistic... Think I think you are a negative Nancy <laughs> I'm on this a pessimistic whole thing. you like, oh, I don't think they have clear goals. No, they have very obvious clear goals. I, Heck, a bunch of them, like, I, I finally got around to seeing some footage on this. A bunch of them would, like, put the lettering on a piece of cardboard and attach that to the front of their truck.
0: I, I saw one photo. Not a lot. I saw one photo.
1: So, I mean, the... The, the demands are pretty obvious. End the mandates. Like, this whole COVID-19 nonsense mandates, just end them. I agree. Yeah, I mean, and finally they're announcing, yeah, we think it might be time to roll these back. They haven't, but they've announced that they're going
0: to. I agree. And, in fact, I think they should take it a step further and, well, end government mandates of, well, anything. I couldn't agree more.
1: However, I do believe that that is too much to hope for.
0: I don't know. If this works... You know, could Mm -hmm. be a could be a stepping stone for the rest of humanity. Mm -hmm. I've heard that there are now, we'll say, mimic protests. I don't want to call them that because it sounds Mm -hmm. like they're making fun. But like there are similar protests breaking out in other countries as far as Italy and like,
1: like really, Italy is going to have a convoy protest. I heard about this uh, first going down in uh, Australia. But uh, it is important to remember that this isn't the only effective way to uh, to resist, though. Like, if you're not a trucker, that doesn't mean that you can't effectively resist the government when they overstep, when they go too far by your estimation. There are things that you can do with your own level of expertise and your particular field.
0: Yeah. 603-283-6160. We're going to keep talking about this, why the IRS wants a selfie from you, and if you want to opine on the trucker convoy protests, You can 603-283-6160. that's uh that's a rock and rollism. Shamal. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean that's also a rock and rollism I guess as well as a word. Right.
1: Yeah, you never hear rock and rollers go no.
0: Sometimes you do.
1: It's it's a rarity.
0: Sometimes you do, but yeah, more than likely you're going to hear more jazz yes than no's in, in rock and rollisms. You know, kind
1: of like everyone nods their head instead of shaking their head.
0: It's things like shoo be doa," doo ah right? That's a rock and rollism, right? Uh, James Brown. I think that counts as a scat. James, I think it does too, yeah. James Brown uh, heavily influenced James Hetfield of Metallica, right? Because James Brown used to do, ha,
5: yeah,
0: ha, mm. right? And then James Hetfield does that. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, aha! Huh, right at the end of everything, mm. uh, right <laughs> that he talks about, uh, right? You know, and he gets that from, of course, James Brown. Kind of reminds
1: rules. me of a southern preacher.
0: You know what I'm saying? Oh, what uh, does What does Bruce Lee drink? Ah, uh? what? Uh, <laughs> uh? Wait, you can't end an ah. Uh, Hawaiian what, uh, Punch. I miss Hawaiian Punch, man. Yeah, I've had that in a long time. Mm. Yeah. It's delicious, too. used to be in soda fountains. What's a soda fountain? (laughs) (laughs) Is that like a bubbler? (laughs) Also known as a water fountain. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: I I may be. Which
1: era are you from again?
0: uh, No, it's it's geography. (laughs) Some areas Uh, of the United States uh, will call a water fountain a bubbler. Because when oh, you press the yeah, little button, right. it, it sort of kind of bubbles up water. Right? And it's, yeah, oh, yeah, it's like a
1: Boston thing, isn't it? I don't
0: know. I think it's like, the bubbler. In- I think it's like Indiana or something. Oh, yeah? I, I don't huh. know. If if you drink out of a bubbler instead of a water fountain, give us a call. 603-283-6160. Seems
1: to be if it's bubbling, it's doing the wrong thing. <laughs> it says
0: Free Talk Live. I need to tell you that Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and click on Get Started. Right at the top of the page. Once you do that, you will find all sorts of valuable information that is neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse to ignore this important and world-changing information. If you're already a knowledgeable cryptocurrency user, you can check out news.bitcoin.com to get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news on a very slick and easy-to-use website. Please visit Bitcoin.com. Uh, let's go to Van in South Carolina. Van, you're Hello, on for- how are you guys doing? I'm good. You're on the air. What's on your mind tonight?
6: Yeah, man. Oh, I'm in South Carolina, and James Brown was born in Barnwell, right? About 30 miles from here. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah man. Whoa, yeah, he's a badass. Anyway, uh, the IRS, I I, I don't mean if you guys to repeat yourself, but I I caught, I, I I tuned in a little late. Yeah. Now uh, they're saying you got to take a a
0: picture of yourself or something. Yeah. To do what? To fire your taxes? Uh, so I'll just read a brief part of this and and. I'm sorry you have to repeat yourself. No, no, no. no, no, no. I we hadn't actually gotten into it. Yeah, we actually hadn't gotten into it, so I'll get into it right now. Uh, this says no identity left behind. Americans want to access. Sorry, Americans who want to access tax return transcripts, check on child tax credits or do other tasks the IRS website through the IRS website. They will have to huh. turn over their image to a facial recognition company called id.me.
7: Oh man.
0: To get verified Whoa. through id.me, a person must provide a photo of an identity document such as a driver's license, state ID or passport and Take a selfie with a smartphone or computer with a webcam, the IRS website explains.
1: You know, the real problem with the IRS is that they weren't capable of, uh, you know, being prejudicial toward the people that they were uh, deciding whether (laughs) or not to audit. So, I mean, you can only do so much prejudice based on a person's name alone. That's true. What you really need is to be able to see them. They're
6: evil. I owe them like eight grand, okay? And oh, I work under the I disagree. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, oh. no. Uh, my name's uh, whatever, but uh, no. But I, I'm telling you, man, they're evil people. But there's one thing, you know. I, I try not to listen to politics, but uh, that that stupid uh, bill they tried to pass a few months ago—they were going to hire like all oh, like thousands more of, uh, IRS agents. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. They're, 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 hurting, they're doing through. it. They're yeah. hurting
1: for employees just like everyone else. Yeah. Oh, I know, but that
6: bill didn't go through. Pelosi wanted to hire all these, like I mean, they wanted like to bulk the IRS up into this. You know, um, it, it already is a monster. But anyway, oh, yeah. uh, no, this is this is absurd. And um, I'm I'm not taking any pictures, man. I don't do the <laughs> internet. I don't. Even, I'm an old fart like you guys, man. <laughs> I don't do none of that. And this is just absurd, man. Yeah, and I. Um, I Thanks for uh, you know, hitting me up on the rest of the story, Derek, because so no and remember now they, they have uh, I, I don't want to get all Alex Jones on you, man, but they got pictures of our irises. When they take your Ooh. driver's license pictures Yeah mm-hmm. your iris is like a fingerprint. In your eye, you know?
1: Yep. I don't know. And if I don't it, want to get all weird on you. Man, if it, it was, was me, I, I would take the picture of your iris when I was doing the uh the eye test. Like I don't I don't know how you did oh, it, yeah. but like when I <laughs> when I did the eye test, like I had to look direct like put my head right up against this thing and look directly into this like dark area. I mean, if oh. I was gonna get a picture of people's uh retinas, that's when I'd take it. Was that the DMV? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I, now I don't know now that wasn't Denver. Now that might just be like a big city thing or something, but yeah, the, like
0: the DMV or hell as described by Primus. <laughs>
1: well, when I got released from jail 20 years
6: ago in Florida, they they said I they said, "Hold on a minute." And they they I said, "What are you doing, man?" And he was taking pictures they they said we're taking pictures of your iris. Wow. Mm, I said, wow. "Whoa." And this was this was no, this is like 1997. Yeah. More than 20 years ago. So no and uh I don't want to get all you know whoa 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 the IRS man I well the, I, I thanks guys for let me g- give me the heads up and uh I'll just keep my head up man all, all right. right appreciate I, the call I,
0: thanks man uh the IRS is a horrible organization mm-hmm. uh <laughs> to call them an organization is actually kind of a misnomer they are an <laughs> enforcement arm
1: is what they are. Well, and and the IRS in particular. So other countries actually rely on taxes in order to run their government. Right. However, the United States, because it's the, the uh, world's reserve currency, they can print up as much as they want, anytime they want, and it doesn't matter for them how much taxes they come in. So what they use the tax As, as evidenced right. by the 30— trillion dollar debt at 30 trillion it is yeah. 30 trillion over, yeah, 30, over trillion. 30 trillion now what they use the tax structure for is as a system of social control i mean don't get me wrong they like having the extra money but that's really not its purpose they want to be able to control what you do and to uh set the incentives in any direction that they want to so they can uh pull this thread here and bring this over here and change it this way and that way just to manipulate the the middle class especially yeah and uh, cuz like the lower class they don't pay taxes cuz they don't make the money the upper class they don't pay taxes cuz they get lawyers to go around them and the middle class well that's who they manipulate
0: yeah uh, taxation is theft it's not said often enough i know it's a it's a tired trope on, amongst freedom lovers yes taxation is actually technically it's extortion Oh, yeah. If you want to get down to the real nitty gritty of the definition mm-hmm. of what ta- it is, extortion yeah, it's
1: It's not burglary. It's a mugging.
0: Yeah. It's you're going to give us your money whether you like it or not. And if you don't like it and you don't give us your money, uh, we will send you a letter, a very strongly worded letter. And then if you don't respond, we will eventually send men with guns to your door it's to get very you to comply. And
1: bureaucratic mugging. To
0: get you to comply. If you resist those men with guns, they purport the authority to kill you or put you in a cage. Because you did not hand over money, which some bully wants to take from you that they did not earn. They had no hand in earning your money. You earned your money. Nobody else earned the money for you. They didn't have any hand in helping you build your business or your life or your career. In fact... They've taxed you at every step of the way on your on your path to get
1: to where you're going in life. Especially by inflating the currency. I mean, people That's have worst. no idea how much has been stolen.
0: Yeah, from I them. saw a, somebody did some calculations. They're like, uh, you know, that twenty three hundred dollars you had stashed away, uh, you know, five years ago is now worth like eighteen hundred bucks or something. I don't remember.
1: Oh yeah, that was, but well, it's, and, yeah, and I mean, you can't imagine how much productivity that just stole from all of us.
0: Are you tired of the bully taking your money? This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. The telephone number in the studio is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Lord Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, Beakless Mountaineer. I told you I'm maybe going to be an ambassador, didn't I?
1: You have mentioned okay. that I don't think right. you've. Uh, I haven't. There's really no further detail.
0: no further update there uh, than like whose
1: ambassador to where. I have no uh, idea. It's not
0: political. Ambassador. Well, it kind of is, but it's not. I'm not in. I won't be an ambassador for a country.
1: Oh, a brand ambassador. Yes, uh. yes, if you will, or
0: at least that's the idea behind the the talks that I'm sort of in. So we'll, we'll see what becomes of it, but. They asked what they wanted my title, to, or what I wanted my title to be, and I said, "Well," and I went through the list in my head. I'm like, "Lord, Reverend, Doctor, Captain." I'm like, "How about Ambassador?" I've never been an ambassador before, and so that that's on the table. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'll you keep may you as updated. well tag it on there. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's all sorts of little minutiae about the whole thing, but. You know, I, <laughs> I I make fun of titles because I don't really like them very much, right? Like, mm-hmm. people get all super hoity about, well, I am a doctor, right? You know, I used to do tech support for, like, you know, Palm Pilots and Air Cards for your laptop to get yeah. on the internet, that like kind of thing. And nobody was more difficult than. The, the guy who's like, I'm an engineer, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, you're not a uh, internet technician, so why don't you step down off your soapbox there, pal, and let me help you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember when uh, I, I was given the option of what my job title would be when working at a, a college uh, computer lab, I'm like, technomancer.
0: Technoma- technomancer. Technomancer. Oh, nice. It's a portmanteau to top it off. All right, so uh, did I say it was Free Talk Live? Uh, you did. Okay. It I is believe. Free Talk Live. Is it? If I hadn't said it, uh, for those of you who, I don't know why you'd want to watch, but you can watch com. You can see there's a video stream of us. We're streaming every show that we do. So if you want to watch. Maybe you want to
1: stand in awe of our great beardliness.
0: You, you can. Well, that's true. We are a couple of beardos. Um, you can also see like the backdrop behind you, Peakless Mountaineer has, you know, the Free Talk Live logo with the website URL and that kind of a thing on it. And uh, there's one over on the other side that says Shire Society whenever the camera is pointed that way. And so, and a big old peace sign as well, hanging in the, uh, the doorway of the studio here, just so you know what we're about. If you're watching. The URL. Its uh, name is Earl. Video.freetalklive.com. So anyway, we started talking about this article from Reason. Smile. The IRS wants you to send selfies to a facial recognition company. And uh, (laughs) uh, to get verified through ID.me, a person must provide a photo of an identity document, such as driver's license, state ID, or passport, and take a selfie with a smartphone or a computer
1: with a webcam, the IRS website explains. However. Oh, so their picture isn't enough. You also have to take a new picture of yourself. Yeah. It seems sort of
0: meta, right? Like, do I have to take a picture of me holding up my license and my passport? Would that already have my picture on it that are already in a government database somewhere that you could very easily access without bothering me at all? Can I be flipping you off when I take my picture? Oh, I think I'm going to, <laughs> if I should I need to do so. I think I'll also be wearing a full mask where I'm unidentifiable. <laughs> anyway, the IRS what, emphasizes... What, you want me to get
1: sick of the COVIDs?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. The IRS emphasizes that taxpayers can still pay. Or file their taxes without submitting a selfie or other information to a third-party identity vacation company. Oh,
1: can we? Can we? <laughs> yeah. oh, Are we allowed nope. to give the oh, money? Guess
0: I can't pay taxes. I, <laughs> I don't have a computer. Can't take a selfie. <laughs> guess I'm home free.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, if if you were tr- if enough people tried that, I'm sure that they would mandate the purchase of a smartphone. <laughs> I I wouldn't (laughs) be surprised if we get there soon. Anyway, they'd they'd
0: have something resembling—I don't know, like a like an ice cream man. It'll be like the IRS selfie van, right? Mm. Be patrolling your neighborhood. You'll get notified when it's in the neighborhood. They'll come and take a selfie for you, right? That kind of thing. Or they'll just combine the COVID shots and the selfies and the passport photos. It'll just be one-stop shopping. Mm. No, I'm sorry. These things only happen in a free market,
1: (laughs) right? What, yeah, that's what a, entirely that's too convenient. Yeah, n- none of that and will efficient. actually happen.
0: None of that will actually happen. What will likely happen is they will just uh, start fining you or throwing you in jail if you don't comply. Mhm. That's
1: <laughs> well that's the thing i mean that's how government works they're already mandating that you purchase services anyway like you if you have a car you are required almost everywhere except New hampshire to uh to purchase uh, car insurance uh if you have a body which turns out is not optional uh you're required to purchase medical insurance so i mean it's not that far to, to go okay well we require service purchases why not goods purchases and just mandate everyone have a have a smartphone yeah and just
0: for the record the whole uh, mandatory medical insurance thing is a first it's the first time the united states government that i'm aware of uh and other people have said the same thing so i'm, I'm trusting them and their research as well mm-hmm. but it's the first time that the government has mandated a service be purchased
1: yeah that there is no way of avoiding it right yeah they've they've mandated it if you make this choice then you have to purchase this right but yeah the this is the first time as far as i know that they have ever said no matter what you must purchase this
0: in the same way uh, the covid bit was the first time there they exercised uh, the idea of a nationwide lockdown
1: right yeah and i've been i've been thinking about that and like Man, this is, it's just disgusting. Like, if you really think about this. And creepy. Well, like, if you really think about this, this is the equivalent of raping the society itself. Yes. Because, like, what you what you do if you're going to rape someone, like, you know, the hard way, you, you hold down their limbs, right? You stop them from moving around. Well, what did they do? Like, we're the members of this body politic, mm. and they held us in place and then they inserted their rod as many times as they feel is necessary so that they can deliver their biological payload inside of our bodies.
0: Yeah, how many boosters now? Four?
1: Yeah, uh, well, however many thrusts they feel is is adequate. Yeah.
0: Well, and you have to remember that uh, nine out of ten people enjoy gang rape. So ah. that that one person being the government in your scenario and the other nine being the rest of society... uh. It is. Two
1: wolves out of two wolves and a sheep enjoys uh, uh, democracy.
0: Yeah. You are absolutely right. Uh, Forced anything. (laughs) Like anything that follows that word, it's wrong. Yeah. Forced vaccine. No, go screw yourself. I'm sorry. Not going to happen. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, uh, the IRS emphasizes that taxpayers can pay, still pay, or file without submitting a selfie. Uh, It's just that. It's, you're going to need to do this if you want to do uh, access your historical tax account information, including your records, uh, anything online. Yeah, are, did you claim the child tax credit update thing? Well, there's a portal for that you're going to have to comply with giving a selfie to claim the t- child tax credit thing. Uh, <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished, you guys. It's like the stimulus checks, right? Did, oh, do you want to, like, how much did you get? You want to find out? Are you eligible? Oh, you're going to have to provide this to them. Mm. You know, that kind of a thing.
1: Well, and I wouldn't be surprised if they expand this later on. I mean, uh, basically what they're saying is, you are, well, you're still required to give us money and everything, but if you want us to do anything for you, you also have to make a, a picture of your ID and a picture of your face and send that in to this completely unknown corporate entity.
0: If you want to set up an online payment plan, if you want to get an identity protection pin, or any additional IRS functions, such as applications for different things, we'll all transition to the new method
1: over the next year, the agency says. And I'm sure that this is like three steps away from, well, in order to uh, register that FOIA request, we're going to need a blood sample.
0: The IRS began rolling out the new requirement for the child tax credit accounts last summer. By this coming summer, it will be required for all IRS online service accounts. Existing online account credentials will no longer work. The new process is one more step the IRS is taking to ensure that taxpayer information is provided only to the person who legally has a right to the data. says the IRS website. (laughs) That's why we've hired this third-party company (laughs) to do it all for us. Of course, turning over private data to ID.me, including social security numbers, ID documents, etc., risks exposing them through security breaches and through the company's own policies. ID.me offers relatively broad criteria under which it can share your data.
1: Gee, it's a good thing there's no information involved in a picture of my face. Yeah, uh, there's, there's
0: apparently a lot to this bit about how they can share your data once you give it to them which you'll be forced to do by the irs so we can talk more about that we've got other things we want to talk about as well we've got some calls on hold we'll get to our number two of free talk live is on the way 603-283-6160 if you want to join us
5: Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live.
0: We're here and this is where we are.
3: <laughs>
0: Hopefully. Maybe.
1: You- <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh, oh, that's not how rock goes. You got to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh. Hey, hey, uh. Could be. Could be. 603-283-6160 is the telephone number here. At Free Talk Live, should you wish to join us, we're on the air. This is hour number two. We're kicking it off right now. We're on the air for another two hours. So plenty of time to get your calls in, talk about whatever's on your mind. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. And Peakless Mountaineer. We've been talking about this bit from Reason.com that tells us the IRS wants you to send selfies to a facial recognition company for supposedly your own safety when accessing the IRS websites for their forced-upon-you services that they kind of provide. In addition to the IRS wanting you to submit a selfie to access these supposed services... Uh, They're outsourcing this to a company called ID.me. And (laughs) you, of course, risk exposing all of your information, your Social Security, your passport, your driver's license, your address, your tax
1: information, etc., and so on, that you upload through them. Now, to make sure that someone doesn't nefariously take your tax information We're going to expose you to identity theft from this company.
0: And this company, ID.me, offers relatively broad criteria under which it can share your data. Information we receive about you can be accessed and preserved for an extended period when it is the subject of a legal request or obligation, governmental investigation, or investigation of possible violations of our terms or policies, criminal and other investigations, or to otherwise prevent harm states its privacy policy hmm. online and we can talk more so, about so this that
1: id me is going to be a, a gatekeeper if you will so they will have access to everyone's irs record so they yeah. will at any time be able to say yeah sure this is the the picture of the of this particular account right regardless of whether it's when they, they just fabricated themselves
0: yeah, well, and, and imagine that too. Imagine the power of the IRS to just, you know, show up with a or call, be like, hey, this is, you know, so and so the IRS, uh, you know, uh, need access to your, you know, and they just create, you know, identities for whoever, mm-hmm. you know, or otherwise abuse the system. It's ripe for all of that. And we can talk more about that. There's more to this article as well, but let's go to Jet, who is in Mo, also known as Mo, Missouri. Jet, you're on Free Talk Live.
8: Okay. We're, um, were what was that last thing you're talking about? The IRS, the uh, the magic of the IRS. Well, There's. you might know this or not. Um, I have three God given missions for my life on this planet. Okay. And the first one is exposing the false teachings of the church. Uh, the next one is the uh, exposing the evils of this thing we call government, and the last one is marriage rescue. But With this show, I like to focus in on the evils of this thing we call government. The bogus nature and attributes of the sickness of seniority, or superiority let's put it that way. All right. Now, I called in about maybe a couple weeks ago and I listed the first five of these ten attributes that I've come. If you don't mind, I'd like to kind of go over those briefly. Go for it. Uh, The first one is that this, this notion that we have of people being in superiority is all psychology. It's a fantasy and a fiction. And number two, the uh, geopolitical boundaries are strictly arbitrary. Uh, take a look at Rhode Island versus Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, so-called laws uh, are, are similar from place to place, uh, but not exactly, and sometimes the exact opposite. True. Number four, um, the boundaries and rules that I mentioned earlier were created by dead (laughs) people—people now way dead—but somehow they continue on. But uh,
0: haunting us. But but the more dead they are, the more people seem to revere.
1: It is 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 the most effective way of haunting people. Anyway,
0: go ahead, Jet.
8: Yeah, and then number five was the fact that these rules are established by a simple majority of a small group of people and their opinions.
0: <laughs> kind of like gang so, rape.
8: Yeah. So number six, we're to cover, is titles. You talked a little bit about that for yourself. But titles and powers and all this magic comes as a result of what I call sorcery or conjuring up. I mean, you these people give themselves titles. When they talk about Uh, the elite, for example, Mm -hmm. the elite are the ones who gave themselves that title, (laughs) the, uh, you know, the news reporters and all that kind of thing the the authorities, the elite, the, whatever,
1: since you bring it up, that's one of the, one of the irritations I have is people just talk about the elite and like that there's no such thing. Now there is in real life, a power elite. And a wealth elite, and there's a huge overlap between those two, and that's usually what people are referring to as the power elite. Like, yeah. there, there are people who have more political power than the rest of us. That's the power elite. And the, well, was, the wealth elite, same idea, but with money.
8: Yeah, of course I watch the news every day, just to find out uh, you know how to keep up with the evil ones, but well and also you, know the,
0: you you want to watch the news to see what the government tells you to do so you can do the opposite of that
8: <laughs> yeah exactly you, you need to know your enemy so um they there were a couple of uh, policemen that were gunned down uh and they continue to refer to these people as New York's finest um it's it's things like that that it's that <laughs> just shows yeah. exemplifies the whole magic and uh the fiction of this. These people stuff. are the way better they, than the way you. They want you. That's to think.
1: why they get to steal things with no yeah. repercussions. I got,
0: I got news for you, New York. Uh, not everybody can be the finest, <laughs> right? Some people have to be well, just kind of fair to Midland.
8: You have to have a special costume for that. But anyway, um, the fact is, number seven, people and things change all mm. the time, the lines, the rules, and they're in constant change, as a matter of fact, throughout the world. But uh, for some reason, um, they still say stay the same as far as people still pay attention to these lines and to these rules. So number eight, I think, is one of the most important we've been talking about, that uh, this notion we call government functions solely upon extortion, theft, and robbery of other people. It can't function without that. Correct. Okay, number nine, they usurp God's authority over creation, Amen. making laws and rules over things that are um, that exist in nature.
0: Yeah, that's uh, so, It's one thing for you know religion to you know have you know their sort of you know creation stories and, and that kind of a thing. It's another thing for this organization of violence to think that they are. <laughs> as powerful as a as any any religion and, and they are if not more powerful but to put themselves in the place of a god uh i think is laughable
1: and uh, it government absolutely is a false god i mean and they they set themselves in up in every way as a priesthood of a false god and right now they're trying to scare everyone about this invisible enemy and to tell them which rituals to partake in to to banish the covid
0: you got one more jet
1: yeah, the
8: um, well, what you just mentioned—the thing about um, you know, God's authority—you um, know, I personally, as a dedicated disciple of Christ, believe that uh, and understand that there is a God and the Creator and that type of thing. Um, and well, let me go to number ten. It's it kind of wraps up the whole thing. Kind of just make it quick, displays the Just other people, humans who have no real right to tax, arrest, try other people, punish in prison. Oh beat or otherwise kill they are no more special than you or i and this is what we have to get people to recognize that they're just other people who have no right to do what they do
0: hey jet thanks for the call
8: absolutely
1: correct
0: jet's always got some really interesting things to say whether it be on language but uh, we appreciate his call 603-283-6160 more free talk live is next Six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the magic telephone number that you need to join us on air. You can take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever's on your mind. You don't have to talk about what we're talking about. If you think what we talk about sucks, well, give us a call. Change the subject. Talk about something interesting to you. In the studio tonight, here at Free Talk Live, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me, Peakless Mountaineer. Um. We're going to shift the subject matter a bit from the IRS to, (laughs) I have to be careful how I say this, self-assembling nanoparticles. That's it. Self-assembling nanoparticles. Uh, Peaceless Mountaineer, you brought this in. It is related to, uh, you know, the, what are we calling it, the covid Mm-hmm. In, in some way, shape, or form. But let us know, what what are self-assembling nanoparticles and why do we care?
1: Yeah, this from Medical X Press. Uh, that's X the letter, not the uh, quickness. Uh, novel nanoparticle SARS-CoV-2 vaccine combines immune-focusing and self-assembling nanoparticles.
0: Okay, so this sounds like robots in your body building more robots. Yes, I mean, to, just to make things simple for the layperson.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, so they, they talk about how, uh, oh, these, these were highly effective, but, you know, you keep having to get a booster shot, and they might not work on some variants. So uh, the uh, scientists at YSTAR, uh, W-I-S-T-A-R Institute, developed a more targeted vaccine that in animal studies shows stronger broader more durable protection in single low dose now this is concerning
0: to me because when the mrna I'm, i I reluctantly use the word vaccine when the mrna technology was being considered publicly right mm-hmm. in the public open forum the news was broadcasting about it when it was being considered as a method to combat covid The people who were sort of not for it warned that the mRNA treatment was a technology platform. Mm -hmm. That is to say, your body would be injected with an operating system that could be programmed to do a variety of things. Mm -hmm. Now, it so happens that uh, folks who did get an mRNA treatment for COVID that they call a vaccine, that it was programmed to uh, have one of the spike proteins that helped your system in some way combat the covid virus
1: yeah this program uh according to them was designed to get your body to produce these spike proteins so that uh your immune system would recognize them and be able to deal with them and then they're finding out oh well having a bunch of spike proteins just running around is causing a bunch of damage weird a bunch Hmm. of pericarditis you know causing you to bleed and clot at the same time you know just all sorts of uh, oh we had no idea that was gonna happen. and one of the big things about this so like the official story on this is like oh no your body breaks it down that's why you need the booster but that's not what they're finding out like they, they're finding out oh well geez I, maybe it was because we put it in a lipid envelope but your body seems to be having trouble breaking this down
0: yeah you are uh your licks way beyond my capability uh, with yeah, so- most of those words but I do want to say, like, I found it interesting, self-assembling nanoparticles Mm -hmm. was the the phrase. And so I just wanted to know what self-assembly actually meant, right? Because it sounds like a thing. And so the first thing that popped up was self-assembly is the organization, sometimes spontaneous, of smaller subunits to form a larger, well-organized pattern. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it sounds like Voltron. (laughs) A bunch of little things get together to make a mecha thing. (laughs) <laughs> so how does that apply to this article?
1: Well, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to skip down here to, there we are. Using nucleic acid, so uh, nucleic acid is uh, like DNA, okay. uh, DNA and uh, uh, RNA, uh, so ribonucleic, ribonucleic and uh, deoxyribonucleic, yep. uh, basically single-stranded and double Um Using nucleic acid and uh, nucleic acid vaccine delivery technology similar to mRNA, the nanoparticle vaccine is encoded in DNA and delivered into cells, thereby giving genetic instructions for the body to build the immunogen internally.
0: Oh, geez. Okay, so I've ran across many an article where they do talk about using human DNA as a data storage vehicle. Uh, That is to say, instead of, say, like a thumb drive or a hard drive somewhere on your computer or a cloud storage thing, which is just a bunch of servers at somebody else's location. Uh, So I find it interesting that there can be a link between data as far as the digital kind and Biology, right? That we have figured out a way to store digital data in your own human biology. Imagine to carry around all of your identifying stuff, right? All the titles to everything you own or anything official, uh, you know, all of your medical records. Imagine if that was just in your DNA and you could retrieve it at will. Yeah, it would be very easy to do that. You wouldn't have to go buy another device for it, right? Uh, and that type of a thing. So there, there's definitely uses for it. But then there's also, like, scary things about it. Like, how can this be abused, right? Oh, well, anybody could just plug into your DNA and possibly access this information somehow. Mm. Right?
1: So. Well, so, I mean, uh, that'd be really easy to do. So the, the way DNA works is you've got f- uh, four base pairs, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, a, a, T, C, and G, right? Uh, or if you have trouble with uh, remembering it, think Gattaca. That's where the name for it came from, uh, G T A and C. So that's that's four, and like all of our binary stuff, you know, computers of every stripe, that's all just two, one and zero. Yep. So you could very easily go, okay, I'm going to take this, you know, chunk of data, and I'm going to make an A for every one and a T for every zero, mm-hmm. and I will just slap that on the uh, the the very end of your DNA. Because, hey, that's the part that uh, breaks off anyway as you age, so you're obviously not using it, and it's all junk DNA anyway, right? Yeah. And, God, the hubris of that, like thinking you know, like, oh, geez, I'm sure that your body's just wasting the resources to recreate (laughs) 90-plus percent (laughs) of your DNA. I'm sure it's not doing anything because I can't see what it's doing.
0: Well, if I'm hearing what you're saying about this article correctly, it sounds like— Somebody is attempting to pre-program something that resembles a vaccine into human DNA.
1: Well, so instead of injecting you with RNA, yeah. it's injecting you with DNA. So it's a, a longer-lasting version than what they're doing now. Okay. So I mean, it, it seems to me like it's it's basically a foreign entity that they are that they want to inject into your body.
0: Six zero three two eight three six one six zero self-assembling nanoparticles. Would you participate in a medical procedure that had this as part of it? Give us a call. More Free Talk Live is coming up.
4: So the protection of life, liberty and property is, is what the Free State Project is all about. But it's an, it's an effort to move 20,000 people who understand. It's about demonstrating to the entire country
7: that, yeah, we can have a free market, a truly free market, making it just a free, a great place to live.
4: It's 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire, a documentary by Free State Project Early Movers. Watch it free at 101reasonsfilm.com. 101reasonsfilm.com.
0: Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It is Free Talk Live, the telephone number in the studio. Should you want to opine with us is 603-283-6160. Again, opinions wanted, 603-283-6160. We've got a couple calls on hold. We'll get to those in the studio tonight. It's myself, the captain. And List Mountaineer. And let's just go right away to Robert in South Carolina, who used the word telomeric in uh, response to this article about the self-assembling nanoparticles. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Yes, sir. uh, My feeling is that we should be working on the most important thing first, and that is telomere extension, because we're all threatened by the aging process. And as long as our bodies, our, our cells and our, the nucleus of our cells, more specifically, are, are low in, uh, have less and less uh, telomerase as time goes on, the um, ends of the telomeres uh, kind of dissipate and, um, and, and are not as sharp as they once were, not as long as they once were.
0: So for our and, listeners who don't know what a telomere is, this is a part of the DNA, yes?
9: Yes, it's the end of the chromosomes. There, you know. Yeah, that was the like name the I couldn't
1: think of when I was describing like uh, where they would probably uh, throw like your uh, license number or whatever onto your DNA if they were going to put it on there.
9: Yeah, and 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 uh, like I say, over time they kind of dissipate, and but but. Um, my mom and my sister were involved in research at the NIH about 20 years ago, and they were, were able to extract something from cancer cells. In other words, telomeres to to um, get the ends of the telomeres to re-ravel and to get long again, and, and in other words, to reverse the aging process. So it's possible go back to your prime.
1: So but there's right- there 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 is one major downside of doing that though. So it's something that they discovered with the the lab rats is that the the lab rats had actually evolved. To the laboratories that they that they were being tested in, because the laboratories are always testing for like uh, how toxic a substance is before they put it in uh, makeup, things like that. And the lab rats had actually evolved super long telomeres. And that's why everything seemed to give you cancer. For a while. So like the downside of making these super long telomeres is that you will basically doom everyone who who has this process to dying of cancer eventually. Like it will be later, but they will die of cancer. Like that's the problem that this causes.
9: I was just getting to that. My mom and my sister also determined that exactly that would happen, but they wouldn't. The government wouldn't let them finish the research to prevent that from happening.
1: Of course. Mm. of course. Well they they don't want us living long enough to learn their game.
9: Yeah. But nevertheless I'm sure my mom believed that um over time uh, other people private industry maybe I don't know maybe the Rockefeller University or something like that would would pick it up and do no, the research. Them.
1: <laughs> now well, Rockefeller University so has way too much of a vested interest in uh in cancer being treated and not cured.
9: Okay, well, at Alfred University, which is where I graduated, they took up that thing as their major, their major new um, research in, uh, uh, interest. Uh, maybe also about maybe twenty-five years ago, and I don't know how far they've gotten, but I, I think organizations like that. I don't know which ones exactly, but, but somebody will do it. My mom figured that. She said. That unfortunately I I, I'll miss it, but my sister, who's ten years younger than I, she would she would just catch it. So my mom had an idea of how long that would take, and uh, and I I believe she was right. So I would like to see. So did they
1: have any ideas for exactly how to uh, avoid getting cancer from having extended telomeres?
9: No, they hadn't gotten finished. They hadn't even started right. the, that, that particular part of the job, and 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 like I say, the government just closed everything down, swept it under the carpet, and my mom invited me over to meet the lady who was head of the department, and uh, she well, asked. Think me about to how that point. would cut
1: into Pfizer's profits.
0: Yeah.
9: Mm, yeah. Well, in any case. So I said, yeah, I do some reporting for Germany today. Oh, she said, that's great, because there was an error in the press. And that was the big error in the press. In other words, the mice that appeared in the middle of the newspaper that had been made young again, they they, they didn't... they. They that was in other words, there was that article was not accurate, or was misinformation, or what do they call it, phony information, or false information, or something like that is what she was inferring. You see, mm. and 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 and, and my, my mom didn't argue with her at all, and I didn't either, of course, because she's got her orders from above, and that's it. And if and as long as we don't want to destroy the relationship with the NIH, we have to shut up about it too, basically. You see.
0: Mm. Hey, Robert, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. That is some interesting stuff. Uh, I. I just have to address the term misinformation because Robert used it on the, on the way out there. Um, there is no such thing as misinformation. There's only information. And then your judgment of it.
1: Well, I mean, I was misinformed about the nature of the government.
0: Or did you just make a bad or have a bad opinion of the information you were given?
1: Well, I mean, so... And it's worth pointing out the difference uh, between misinformation and disinformation. So if I really think something is true and it's false and I tell that to you, that's misinforming you. Okay. Now, if I know something is false and I tell it to you, that's disinforming you. I mean, to say that there is no misinformation is to make the claim that there is no okay, truth. Okay, so,
0: so, so both...
1: Which is a truth claim. Both so results
0: no. in you giving me wrong Bad information. information. Yeah. One is intentional. Right. The other one, not so much. Exactly. So misinformation is the unintentional giving of false information. Right. And disinformation is the intentional giving of false information. Mm-hmm. Um, from a pure perspective... There is only information.
1: Well, some of that information is accurate and corresponds to reality, and some of that information doesn't correspond to reality. Correct. So... Like, two wh- plus two equals five is information.
0: It's wrong. Who is the onus on to mm, act or otherwise interpret the information? The well, individual. Each
1: of us, yes, the individual so must the individual,
0: act. right? So, if I have... You know, 100 people telling me the wrong thing, Mm -hmm. right? The onus is on me to know that it's the wrong thing that I'm being told or to be skeptical of the information in such a way that I do something to find out whether or not it's true. Or I decide I don't care about the information because it doesn't affect me, so I just go on about my life, right? So there is only information and then a judgment on the information by individuals.
1: Well, there is some difficulty there because— if the only information you have about something is misinformation, then you really don't even have the opportunity to correct it. This is true. This
0: is very true. But it's still just information, and individuals have to make a judgment upon the information. Yeah, whether well or not it's
1: true, it does come down to the inf- to the individual to decide what gamble to make in life because everything you make is it's all probabilities like there's really high probabilities like the sun will rise tomorrow extremely high probability you know from my perspective blah 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 yeah but you do have to figure out what gambles to make as an individual
0: so i say this because much like facts (laughs) facts are kind of they're information right so they're just information Now, who...
1: Well, facts are information that corresponds to reality. Who do you trust
0: to give you facts or information?
1: Well, I'll tell you my first thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I check to see if they've got a motive for deceiving me. Mm -hmm. So, for example, corporate media has a huge motive for deceiving me. Yep. Now, the second thing I check is would they know like do i think that that is something that they would reasonably know because like you might actually be trying to you know find and spread the truth but you you don't have access to the information the information being fed to you isn't accurate right so what i'm saying is there's a lot of
0: information being given by people by entities by businesses by government the thing is, is i don't trust any of them to interpret it for me Give me the information and allow me to make a decision as to whether or not it's accurate. Definitely. More Free Talk Live is coming up 603-283-6160. Well, and, peakless, that's because he was the amazing Spider-Man. He wasn't just like, you know, the guy in a costume Spider-Man.
1: Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's He's got got radioactive radioactive blood. blood. Yes. That that doesn't answer my question.
0: But you're saying that he caught a toppling statue just by shooting a web at it, and that is amazing. And didn't,
1: like, make a net out of the web, but, like, just caught it with the web way overpowered. Like, his own stance is holding this thing up on top of his... web. That's way overpowered. Stan
0: Lee did not stutter when he said the amazing Spider-Man. That's true. He didn't just say the Spider-Man. Right? The mediocre Spider-Man. The you know, sort of average spider. No, the amazing spider.
1: Yeah, but he likes to sell things. You know, the Fantastic Four. But exactly. You've got the to put uncanny some. Uncanny sort of X Men. You've got to put some sort possess. of
0: a descriptor in front of it. Uh, this is Free Talk Live. If you're wondering what you're listening to, uh, the telephone number 603-283-6160 If you want to join our conversations, uh, we've got some calls on hold. We'll get to those momentarily. But I need to tell you about Give Directly. We're raising funds for Give Directly. And this is the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. What they do is locate recipients in need, and they use mobile money to send them cash with no strings attached. In the past decade, they've delivered $400 million to over 1 million people. Research shows that giving cash to people living in poverty can help drive a wide range of important and positive changes in their lives, such as employment, nutrition, health, and education— and additionally, cash allows individuals to invest in what they need, what they decide they need, instead of relying on aid organizations, donors, or governments thousands of miles away to choose for them. This is certainly what I would prefer if I found myself in a needy situation. Free Talk Live is matching your donations to give directly. We're helping families in Bome and Khalifi counties in Kenya who are in need. Free Talk Live is matching your donations up to $30,000. So head over to give.freetalklive.com and help these areas plagued by drought, floods, and food insecurity. There may not be a better way to help families in Kenya. Give.freetalklive.com.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad they decided to extend this. Yeah, me too.
0: It is certainly a worthwhile charity. I love the whole, yes, let's cut through the red tape. Right. right. We hear so often, even people think legitimate charities like the red cross it's like look into the red cross for a minute and see how much of their money goes to actual charitable uh things contributions and helping people and how much of it actually goes to support their organization
1: yeah they're an absolute bunch of scam artists I mean, like, they've been involved in just so many scandals, just one after another.
0: Well, and we hear all the time about, you know, oh, the shipment of this medicine or this food to such and such country, you know, was held up by, you know, bureaucracy, by red tape, by government not allowing it to go through, to go to the people. Or governments themselves taking it for themselves, absconding yeah. with it when it was meant for these other people who really needed it, not, you know, these Captured other... Captured by warlords. Yeah, not these other warlords. <laughs> by the way, all... All governments are warlords. Mm-hmm. In case you think that the United States is different, it's not. Yeah. it's not. The only difference is, you know, it wears a slightly different dress. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got different. It's got clown shoes. You know, instead of combat boots, right? I mean, but it is the world's largest empire. Period. Yeah, of all time in all of history, no
1: empire has been larger than the United States, or more violent, or locked up as many people in jail. And and I will say about this particular charity. So like usually the the numbers I've seen for helping people when the government does it, uh, like twenty to twenty five percent of the money actually goes to to helping people. Yep. Um, in private charities, it's uh it's seventy five to eighty percent, and this one it's ninety percent. So I mean, you know, kudos to them on that.
0: Yes. Uh, we do take phone calls here on Free Talk Live, and let's go right away to Mark in Florida. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live.
2: Hey, I just heard you say the sun's going to rise tomorrow morning, and I just want to tell you the sun's not going to rise in the morning. It's it not going from spend my the perspective. <laughs> yeah, not well. Yeah, from your perspective, yes, but the Earth spins in circles.
1: Well, that is, that is true. So here's the problem with that. Like the, this is a, this is the reality of relativity. Like, you have to pick an arbitrary point in order to determine any form of motion.
3: I
0: don't know. I'm, I'm kind of with Mark on this one. I like when there's an easy change of phrase that I can use to say things more accurately, right? Language is filled with obscurities and things that don't mean what you think they mean and people using things incorrectly and saying things incorrectly. And I people will accuse me of talking funny. It's mostly because of my, we'll call it awakening out of the fog of statism that I keep talking about. Um, And so I like to say things like empire, you know, or the road pirates, you Mm. know, things of that nature. So if instead of saying sunrise, I can say when the earth spins back in the direction of the sun, that might be something I'll consider.
1: Okay. Well, here's a trick question. What does the moon orbit? Your mom? (laughs) Nice. (laughs)
0: What does it orbit? Technically the Earth, right?
1: There's no real answer to that. Like, okay, it's the Earth? Oh, really? Because seems to me it orbits the sun. It does way more orbiting the sun than it does orbiting does the it, Earth.
0: Mark, does it orbit both?
1: Uh, the moon really doesn't
2: orbit. I mean, it's it's or, it's crazy the way the moon goes. It's changed so much in the past 30 years, it's unbelievable. The, the, the moon doesn't go around it.
1: anything? Well, now that is actually true if the moon itself is your point of reference. It would feel like you're yeah. on the moon, right? If that's your perspective. Right. From the perspective of the moon, everything else is moving and it is still. Thus, from my perspective, the sun rises.
0: Hey, thanks for the call, Mark.
1: But, I mean, the, you could just as easily say that the moon is, in fact, orbiting around the center of the galaxy. Or the central point of the galactic cluster. I mean, there's no literal answer to this. You have to define your perspective in order to get a, a useful answer. Now, we usually pick the sun just because it makes uh, the planetary orbits really simple. But if you're, if you're doing something that uh, the planetary orbit isn't what you're looking at, then you need to pick a, a more useful point of reference.
0: Uh, let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
7: Yes, um, am I, am I I'm off the speakerphone. Um, yes, you're on but, the
0: air and off your rocker. I don't know.
7: <laughs> yeah, I was on the speakerphone, but I come through better when I do get off a speakerphone. Yeah, you sound really you
0: sound it. way better right now than than you do on the speakerphone.
7: So wait a minute. So is that the nurse? The nurse? She just had a baby. Is that the one? It, it's either Bonnie or the the other one. No, you're thinking of
0: Nikki. Uh, she's on normally on Sundays. Uh, her job, her career, is uh, in midwifery or being a midwife, uh, and what that means is she helps other people give birth in their homes.
7: Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh yeah. She had to work a job, not that she was giving birth. Oh, okay. okay right. Yeah. I yeah. She was it.
0: she was helping some other people bring a new human being into <laughs> into planet Earth, into this reality, and uh, that's why she had to miss uh, a show.
7: Oh, okay. I bet she herself was having a baby. Okay, never mind. Um, the, I just want to. Have you heard of Joyce Meyer Ministries?
0: Joyce Meyer? Yes. Never, um, never heard the, of it.
7: Well, she's from uh, the the. Um, uh, I, I forgot that, the. You know those two arches in the Missouri, Missouri. The Saint Louis um, Arch, yeah. The famous two arches. Anyway, she's from that um town but um she does what what i like about her the most is that she has ministries rescue homes for trafficked girls all around the world like africa thailand um india she's got rescue homes in la and um yeah where the yeah and then in missouri so she's called that a dream center and um I just think it's a really great um, way to help these girls. Um, you know, by going if you go to Joyce Myers org, you could donate to our charity and and I like your charity what you guys talked about yeah. and and you guys have thirty thousand dollars to match of 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 whatever uh, people donate. Yeah, oh, really free, talk, free Talk
0: Live the the show has really stepped up in that regard. Now, will we reach that goal of 30,000? I mean, if people donate more than 30,000, we can't go more than that. So 30,000 is the limit of what we'll match, but we're hopeful that that we'll get that far over at give.freetalklive.com. I just looked it up real quick too and it is Org, Hand of Hope anti-human trafficking. Uh, is the you know what it's all about hand of hope is uh, what you want to search for if you want to give to that charity and thank you for the call today sarah we appreciate that as well (sighs) 603-283-6160 i i love talking about charities i really do yeah me too Uh, there's not enough of that in the world and too many times people are lazy solution
1: we have to do non-government charities
0: correct most people think oh i pay my
1: taxes that's enough charity it's not
0: More Free Talk Live coming up.
4: The Free State Project has reached its goal of 20,000 liberty lovers who've pledged to move to New Hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Perhaps you're trying to figure out what part of New Hampshire should be your destination. If so, consider Keene. You'll find more than 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeen.com. Keene is famous for its historic, publicity generating activism, as well as being the Liberty Media Capital of the world. It's home to freekeen.com, New Hampshire's destination for liberty activism, news, and opinion. For years, we've been compiling over 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeen.com, where you'll learn about some of what's happening here and what makes Keene a great place to live. If you love, Liberty, you'll probably enjoy anywhere you end up in the Shire. But do your due diligence first. Please visit move.freekeen.com for the full list of over 150 reasons to move to Keen. That's move.freekeen.com.
10: Free Talk Live.
0: welcome back everybody thank you for tuning in tonight and listening to free talk live the telephone number here in the studio is 603-283-6160 again 603-283-6160 in the studio tonight it is myself the captain and List mountaineer We've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business and organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. Well, now Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide, and for the first time, it's available on an exchange. You can go create an account at xmarkets.com, that's exmarkets.com, with only an email address so you can keep your privacy intact. You can then deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Trade them for Tether, and then you can buy ITR, the Intercoin Investor Token. Learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org. And now, buy or sell ITR on ExMarkets.com. That's exmarkets.com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. Remind folks of your article's nature?
1: Self-assembling nanoparticles. <laughs>
0: Uh, during one of the breaks i had mentioned that that would be a good band name and then i thought about it and i'm like no that would be a horrible band name because they would be expecting you to show up play your show and then sort of like assemble as like a mecha thing <laughs> you know like during as part of your show which maybe it would be cool but like i couldn't think of like, how do you get your audience to participate in that? Like, what, I, for you, you one, know. am a
1: self-assembling macro particle. <laughs> a
0: macro particle. We're going to continue talking about that in just a minute. But first, let's go to Major Payne in Michigan. Major, you're on Free Talk Live.
11: Hey, good evening, gents.
0: It's on your mind.
11: Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but uh, the the uh, French government is offer- offering their citizenry $10,000 to Papa Baby. Because the population has dwindled so and I can tie this back to uh, the Roman Empire, Germany, and the United States.
0: I have never heard of a government paying folks for procreation. Now, it does behoove a government to have or, or any, you know, violent organization such as a kingdom for you know, to have subjects. Right? So if they run out of subjects, well, there's no one to rule and know to do all the work for them so that they can you know take their life's effort in the form of taxation so it does behoove them but I have not heard where did you hear this major this was uh this was on the radio hmm.
11: I don't I, remember what station or, or or you know the source but uh yeah it was it was not it was not just a call in from somebody talking sh- talking smack
0: I've got something here from the France plans to pay cash for more babies. Middle class mothers in France could be paid up to a thousand pounds a month, almost the minimum wage, to stop work for a year and have a third child under a government scheme to boost the birth rate already among the highest in Europe. And I assume, you know, a thousand pounds times 12 in a year, you know, that's 12,000 pounds. That's, that's about right.
11: That's more than 10 grand. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. But uh, anyway, so. Um, you guys made a lot of comments, and we are basically a syllabically-based language from the past Latin lineage, right? Oh, so
1: what? Dis, dis, a slavically based language?
11: Syllabically, Slab- yes. Oh, syllabically.
1: Syllabically, okay. yes.
0: Okay, I as thought in you many were saying syllables. it was a Slavic
1: language, and it's like, no, that's not
0: accurate. No, not Slavic as in S-L-A-V, uh, you know, it's syllabic.
1: No,
11: no, not not not, not Slavic, no, no, no. But uh, anyway, so disjointed, disassembled, disassociated—it means you know undone. The only w- one that was dis that didn't tie into this nonsense was discovery. But that would be a whole sidebar. Well, anyway, discovery back, back is to the,
1: uncover. Yeah,
11: I, I know what it means, yeah. but it's not—it's not disjointed. It's not dyslexic you know what i mean it doesn't tie in with the rest of the oh dis- no they, they, right. so
1: they're all so they're all you you have the thing and then you go back from it so you have jointed and then you have disjointed so you take it from jointed to disjointed I'm, so you have right. covered and then you have discovered. so you bring it from covered
0: i'm only combobulated all
1: right, all right. i i can follow, yeah discombobulated with no those no those i'm I'm, like I'm not
0: the... discombobulated i'm just combobulated in fact i'm well oh, you i'm whelmed right now didn't... at the conversation
11: I think Picklus just combobulated it actually. But
0: uh <laughs> Anyway, fin- finish your point, Major.
11: <laughs> so anyway, back in the in the towards the end of the reign of the Roman Empire, there was one uh pissed off general over in Germania. And uh they had a war and he lost, but they never really got rid of the populace. So Germany had a an ancient heart on. I mean they started World War One and World War Two, right? Okay. Okay. Now uh after World War, during our early history, we basically followed Europe's lead because they were the big dog. You know, we based a lot of things on, like, English common law and such.
3: Sure, the way after,
11: well, after, after World War II, we were the big dog. And Europe started following our lead. Well, at the end of World War II, we imported all these genius Nazi minds, right? And one of them was the founder of Planned Parenthood. Gee, where did all the babies go? Huh. The well, so, Huns consumed them.
1: So I'd <laughs> like to point out that uh, America was leading the world uh, before World War One, actually. So, I mean, well, so much so that when America made major shifts in its medical tradition, uh, Europe followed suit.
11: Well, we had we had, at that point, the citizenry was behind the government and the government was still half straight. I mean, it was after World War II that even Eisenhower learned, warned us to be aware of the giant military complex.
0: Hey, I just noticed. But, uh, I just noticed, Major, something about this article. It says uh, about France plans to pay cash for more babies and pay these, you know, mothers to have, you know, pay them a thousand bucks a month basically to have a third child. But it says high birth rate fails to stop population from shrinking. Now, this points to something other than birth rate being the problem. Right. It sounds well, to me all, it sounds to me like France is having a problem keeping people in France.
11: Gee. All, I wonder they're, why. They're, they're, they're overgoverned and over taxed and overwhelmed. Yeah. And the people with money will leave. Yeah. And so they're left they're left with the dregs, you know?
0: So they're but, gonna uh, they're gonna pay people to have more kids. So that they can just leave France later and they'll get no benefit out of it other than maybe keeping a few more people who might have left anyway.
1: Well and if you want if you want to have more kids, quit propagandizing your public to believe that every human being is a, a stress on the earth that shouldn't exist.
0: Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call, Major. We appreciate you. Uh so let's continue on with the Self-assembling nanoparticles, if you would.
1: Yeah, uh, researchers then used naturally self-assembling proteins to form nanoparticles which display these uh, highly engineered immunogens by arranging themselves into structures that resemble an actual virus. The nanoparticles are more easily recognized by the immune system and transported to the germinal centers where they activate B cells, which produce protective antibodies
0: how does that impact you know everyday folk
1: so so what they inject you with in this technology that they're coming out with is uh, I, I mean as they put it there's three parts of it so one part of it is uh it activates your immune system and focuses it in this direction uh one part of it is these these proteins that build like the shell of a virus so it constructs okay. the machinery of a virus inside your body like that's what these self-assembling nanoparticles do and the third element is this this foreign dna structure yeah because you know it wasn't it wasn't bad enough that they're putting uh mrna that seems to last way longer than it's supposed to anyway no 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 we need full dna so that you have The equivalent of some kind of weird foreign quasi-organism inside you that we inject. And just for good measure, we're going to inject it with these proteins that build virus structures.
0: I have so many questions about so much of this that, you know, sort of flies over, well, even my head at this point. Because it seems like this could be used for horrible or for horrendous 603-283-6160 is the phone number. This is Free Talk Live. More coming up. There, you are listening. You are tuned in to Free Talk Live. We're at a live call-in radio talk program where you can call I am in.
1: Here, I am listening. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> Take control of the airwaves. I had an idea uh, for a band a while ago called Mindless Automaton. Ah. and like all of the uh, all of the songs were going to be like no more
1: conformity no 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 not no
0: you're you're taking it way right. too far <laughs> like monotonous monotone you know one maybe two chords no three chords like less than rock and roll right but like uh songs titled obey your television <laughs> think gregorian chants, but with maybe some some rock instruments behind it right you know.
1: So you wouldn't simplify it down to, like, beep, boop,
0: beep, <laughs> I, boop. You never beep, know with Mindless boop. Automaton. But but what you can guarantee with Mindless Automaton is the general public can relate to it.
1: Uh-huh. Now playing human music.
0: <laughs> A 283 In the studio, it's myself, the captain. And peakless Mountaineer. A Free Talk Live's video archives have been on library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website, to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off now with one million cha- over one million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. Uh, during YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. Please visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. That's video. Freetalklive.com.
1: this is going on your permanent record
0: this will go down on your permanent record what will the uh, will the self-assembling nanoparticles now be writing the permanent record for individuals pigless mountaineer
1: disturbing possibility that is
0: <laughs> i hope you know that this will go down on your permanent record wait ah uh, violent femmes, yeah they had that bit in one of their songs. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We're talking about. Then selfish. one day
1: I found out there was no such thing.
0: I didn't. Uh, I am from Wisconsin, and, like, it's rare that there's some sort of successful musical act out of Wisconsin. Violent Femmes are one of them. Uh, what's the other one? Is it? Is it Weezer? I believe the, they used to jam in a garage in Kenosha, and that's where the, their in song. In the garage where they the belong. In the garage where they belong, Yeah. Uh, came from, and then there's a old school R and B guy from the 70s, maybe Al Jiro. Uh, he had he had some Al-Gernon? Al Jernon, no no jero uh, Al as in Alan, and then Jiro J R E A U, perhaps. Hmm. I don't know, but uh, smooth voice, you know, songs for the ladies, you know, Chef's out gonna lay you down by the fire.
1: So sort of a Barry White kind of thing, kind of yeah, yeah yeah.
0: Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about any of this. I have no idea why. Oh, because I mentioned the Violent Femmes, that's what. Ah. Oh, and uh, so the Violent Femmes, uh, also, I saw recently a video of theirs where instead of having electric instruments, they had all acoustic instruments. So Mm -hmm. an acoustic bass, an acoustic guitar, and then the drummer not playing drums, he was playing like this this set of bongos with a couple of little splashy things around Mm -hmm. him. It was great. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I just assume you're one of those people that has like a, an encyclopedic knowledge of certain aspects of music, and eventually someone hits play on that, and you just gotta go. Yeah.
0: Also, uh, an unsung heavy metal band from the early '80s, Realm R E A L M. They did a sweet, sweet cover of uh, the Beatles' Eleanor Rigby, and it is—it's amazing. It's—it's mm. it's a high-powered, really super fast, but it's got like the the operatic uh, vocals of that era. I can't imitate that type of a voice. So I'm not going to try, but it's a, you know, very, uh, mm, the mm, yeah, yeah, but very fast, right? You know, yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm doing a horrible, anyway, you can still find them, of course, online. So if you're of such a mind, feel free to look them up. Anyway, your article, Peakless.
1: Uh, the vaccine combines three technologies, immune focusing, self-assembling nanoparticles, and DNA delivery into a single platform for the first time. <sighs> There's that word, platform. Like, mm-hmm.
0: I, I'm so torn. Uh, in some ways, like, this could be a breakthrough medical technology Right where you have some oh, sort of—it's
1: definitely that uh,
0: some sort of technology that, like you know, sort of tells you, hey, it's
1: breakthrough, it's medical, it's technology.
0: Hey, before you get sick, you know, here are the things that you need to know about yourself. Right? It's—it's it's like it could be beneficial to you from a voluntary perspective, but it could also be very horrible to you if it's forced upon you
1: by an organization of evil and force, such as a government. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that bugs me about this is like. Even if you have, you know, some kind of technology, uh, like natural biological technology or artificial technology that figures out how to, like, strain or detect uh, uh, virus particles. Mm-hmm. So now now there's this thing that, like, no, no, they're not even full-sized virus particles. They're just these little nanoparticles that are undetectable but once they get around each other, they self-assemble into a virus. <laughs> Nanobots, self-assemble! <right>? Yeah. <laughs> <Like> that <fantastic>. Seriously.
0: <laughs> We've seen this in science fiction, though, right? Uh, this idea isn't new. It's been around. It's just it hasn't been able to be actually done until, well, now, apparently. Yeah. But the idea that you could put some nanoparticles into your body to heal something, right? You know, you get in a car accident or something and you need it you know the hospital's too far and so here's some nanoparticles bro oh your leg is fixed
1: or whatever right right like i i could see where this would be helpful stuff yeah it it does have a potential for good but i mean honestly the people running our medical system i do not trust them and, and, I mean, fundamentally, our medical system always goes back to the government. Yes. Like, in order to be – like, uh, Jet was talking about, you know, titles. And what I wanted to pipe up with is, like, doctor. Doctor is one of those powerful, powerful titles. Like, someone will ask, well, are you a doctor? As if, oh, well, if I had the government – authorized authorizers uh you know if i had their approval then what i said would matter just because it just happens to you know correspond to reality that that's not authoritative
0: yeah just because a guy goes to school for eight ten years whatever it is uh and gets a certificate that's called complex it's called a doctorate doesn't mean they're not an idiot yeah right? Like, I know plenty of brilliant people who are high school dropouts. I know plenty of accredited people who are frickin'
1: idiots. Yeah, there's a big difference between qualified and capable. A huge difference, as a matter of fact. And the best way of finding this out is with a free market.
0: I don't like the tone of this platform that you uh, have informed us about, Peakless Mountaineer. 603-283-6160. Would you be willing to have a platform installed In your body, that could do Lord knows what. More free talk live is on the way.
7: We'd like to invite you to visit freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society.
5: Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: Self-assembling nanoparticles. Assemble. Wait, what? <laughs> like,
1: nanoparticles. Self-assemble. Assemble.
0: Uh, yeah, like, uh, it's Free Talk Live. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the number if you'd like to join us tonight. Talk about whatever's on your mind. We're talking about self-assembling nanoparticles in relation to the COVID bit. Uh, apparently some new versions of uh, immunotherapy are being considered using a platform which is placed into your DNA to instruct it to do things like oh i don't know
1: give you a vaccine of sorts mm. yeah immune focusing self assembling nanoparticles and dna delivery That's what's in this particular platform. And in addition to its other advantages, the vaccine could be stored at room temperature, making it potentially easier to transport to remote or developing locations than existing mRNA vaccines, which require specialized cold storage.
0: How do these self-assembling nanoparticles, how are they controlled? Like, are they given instructions? Controlled?
1: why would we do that
0: (laughs) well there are certain people on planet earth that are completely obsessed with control uh, who will do anything for more of it uh, and to keep whatever amount of it is that they already have these people are known as sociopaths or psychopaths and uh, we find them generally in places like
1: governments for example is the ideal place for a psychopath or a sociopath yeah uh and so government and the height of, uh, of corporations, but I repeat myself. Government is a corporation, in fact, the largest corporation. And corporations are part of government, yes. lest we forget. Uh,
0: so what I mean by controlled is, when I hear the word platform, I immediately think something online. Mm-hmm. I immediately think something where you've got to have a login and a password, or something you can download onto your phone with an app. Right. Oh, yeah. Become part of our platform. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about people getting canceled off of platforms. YouTube's a platform. Spotify is a platform. Twitter's a platform. Facebook's mm-hmm. a platform. These are all called platforms. So I imagine that there's some way that people communicate with these nanoparticles to tell them what to do. Is this method, uh, y- you know, Internet based? Is it Wi-Fi? Can somebody control these nanoparticles once you put them in your body, other than you? Can you get them out once they're put in your body?
1: Well, why would you want to do that? You want to become less immune to the to the COVID? Let's
0: say I want them in my body to prevent me from getting a thing or to heal me from getting a thing, and then once they're done doing their thing, I would like them out. Is that possible?
1: Ah, uh, doesn't look like it. Well, it's, it's one of those things like, okay, so... If you release this bioweapon, how are you going to control it? Right. Well, you can't. Like, you fundamentally can't. And, and, And this is the kind of thinking that gets us into messes like the one that we're in now. Yeah. I mean, like when fauci and his people went to darpa and they're like hey we've got this thing that we're doing with gain of function research you know for vaccines not for bioweapons at all i mean it's it looks exactly like bioweapons research but it's not for that it's just for vaccines i just thought and darpa's like no this is way too dangerous
0: i just thought of the uh acronym for gain of function research is gopher huh wow g-o-f-r gopher anyway Uh, Interesting thing with the uh, mRNA COVID treatments is, uh, like, if only there were some method for studying anything that resembled a, a vaccine treatment in which they had to go through certain steps and phases of things before it could be released to the general public. Because they had so
1: sort of like an experimental phase before, yeah, or or that you might like inform people that it's still in its experimental phase, right? Rather than just experimenting on them like human well, rather guinea than pigs lie some kind of you know property, rather than lie livestock, if you will,
0: yeah, rather than lie and tell them that it's hundred percent safe, hundred percent effective. It is safe and effective. That is what governments told us. Yeah. And nope. if you go back to all things COVID, you go back two years ago, and you listen to what, you know, otherwise intelligent people said. They're like, no, they don't know what they're doing. No, this is an experimental uh, DNA procedure. It is not a vaccine. It is a platform. And, and you go back and even listen to Free Talk Live. We talked about all this stuff. Or go and, you know, everybody who was saying all these things people were called conspiracy theorists they were called oh you're just anti this or anti that you hate blah 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 blah. you hate roads or whatever right <clears throat> but now it turns out that all of that was correct mm-hmm. and every major news outlet has come around to saying all of the things that used to be misinformation yes yeah, right? like- Com- coming back to our discussion about misinformation and disinformation mm-hmm. earlier all of these things were called misinformed people were deplatformed mm-hmm. for saying these things and now all of a sudden like oh the mainstream media is like yep these things were accurate and true there's no
1: apologies from anybody oh yeah like the 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 one that really stuck out to me at at first was the Wuhan lab thing right like i was calling that from the very beginning obviously this probably Many came were. from a lab but you know everyone who talked about that got deplatformed if they had a platform and you know, there, there's a meme going around. Uh, Alex Jones was right, and it's like, "Hey, what am I? Chop liver?" Like, Peakless Mountaineer right was right. Too. Peakless Mountaineer was right. Make a meme. <laughs> but I mean, uh, so the the lab leak hypothesis hypothesis, sure. Uh, the um, uh the, the inflated numbers mm-hmm. uh from the hospitals. Yep. That's finally coming out. Yep. And I mean heck there were there were people that specifically stated they're like, watch. You watch. And as soon as it starts turning back on them, oh, you handled this terribly, they'll go, Well these aren't the real numbers
0: right the myocarditis the pericarditis the uh the menstrual problems well, that don't you know, know that
1: middle-aged people get heart attacks all the time
0: yeah and apparently everything causes a heart attack now
1: <laughs> yeah
0: you know uh before you know it they'll be th- being a radio host is, makes you prone to uh have a heart i mean that might be true i don't know
1: <laughs> I doubt it <laughs> uh so with this new technology though like The thing that really sticks out in my mind is like, okay, so it now they say that it assembles this uh, this machinery of a of a viral structure so that your body can recognize it more easily. And I can't help but think that's not what that structure is for. The structure of a virus, the machinery of the, like, viral envelope exists for the specific purpose of injecting this stuff into cells. That's how viruses work. And frankly, the only thing that's, like, holding back a virus from absolute devastation is the fact that it's only inserting mrna it's only inserting ribonucleic acid so right. it only it only gives a fake message that then screws up the entire cell causing it to produce new viruses to infect new cells whereas this thing oh no this is straight up dna it's it's much more robust it's harder to break down it lasts longer and you have that Combined in a technology whose purpose is to build a thing that injects it into cells like that. This is absolutely terrifying levels of of genetic reprogramming. It's all going to come to head. And like, well, how are they controlling this? Good question. Like basically you have to start. You have to put the controls into it when you build the thing. And if you screw up or it does something you didn't expect hmm, too bad.
0: So if I'm the evil, maniacal, you know, bald guy, (laughs) let me one million dollars, take over the earth, you know, kind of guy. Uh, You know, is there an app I can download to control these nanoparticles that I've put in other people?
1: Not as I know about. Give it time.
0: Mm. 603-283-6160. What do you think of these self-assembling nanoparticles? Give us a call. Let us know. This is Free Talk Live. More is on the way. It's free talk live. It's the final segment of tonight's show.
1: It's the final no segment. Yeah,
0: thanks. Now I'm gonna have an earworm.
1: <laughs>
3: Do-do-do-do.
0: I did that once. No, I did it more than once here on the show, final where I was like, "It's
3: man. the final
0: countdown," and then like I had that stupid song stuck <laughs> in my head for like a week, and like. You know how it is with these earworms. You hear one of these songs, stuck, you can't get it out until you go and listen to the song. Mm. So I had to, on purpose, voluntarily, go and search <laughs> out that. I know who it's by. I'm not going to mention their name. I'm not giving them any free press. But
1: the, the other way to dislodge an earworm is to get another one lodged in there.
0: That's true, but it is difficult to do that of one's own accord. Really? Uh, at least for me. I, so, I just
1: think of a more annoying song. Like, I've got a handful of them. I won't mention them. You're welcome. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, the problem is there's an arm race. It, it it just escalates in annoyingness. The more annoying one can kick out the less annoying one until finally I get to the worst one ever.
0: There there was a time when uh, uh there was a, a drugstore on my way home from, well, wherever, basically, and... And if I got an earworm stuck in my head, I could stop at the drugstore and they had that Muzak, the mm. like artificial versions of all the songs in like bad MIDI form, like a terrible production and all that stuff. And so if I wanted to get an earworm out of my head, I would stop at this particular drugstore and shop for something. Mm. Really didn't even matter what, right? But like they would have horrible earworm-esque so Muzak.
1: sort of uh, uh, elevator music version of the thing yeah, that yeah. you sometimes hear at uh, grocery stores. Yeah.
0: You get the idea. Uh, let's go to your calls and thoughts. We have River Dave calling in New Hampshire. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live.
10: Hey, it's good to hear you guys, in the I just wanted to give a, a really quick story about what happened in my first shots. I enlisted in the Air Force June 2nd, 1958, when by train to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. San Antonio, I started basic training somewhere around the 8th to the 10th in that vicinity. They marked it, marched us to the infirmary, okay. and there was about 65 of us in the group. They started us through alphabetically. I am L, so I went in nearly the middle of the group, got four shots, two in my right shoulder, two in my left shoulder, did the paperwork in the center of the infirmary out the back door, and stood out in the hot sun at parade rest waiting for the rest. I only been there a couple of minutes, the guy right in front of me just plain face planted. He went and never even unlocked his knees, hands stayed clasped together. He just planted his nose right in the dirt. Oh, the real sergeant hauled, the medic, doctors came out. They picked him up, moved him off to the side, right to my right shoulder. And while they were working on him, I heard the doctor tell one of the men working on him he was dead when he hit the ground. About the time he said that, the second guy went over behind me. While they were working on him, the third guy died back in one of the earlier ranks behind me. Three of us died within 10 minutes after getting shot. At San Antonio, Texas in 1958. Now, we asked the TIs back at camp that night, you know, what happened? You know, know, kind of felt... This is what we got for an answer. Your mother's making new ones every day. Just shut up and shine your shoes. And then that, that's all we got. So that's absolutely true story. Yeah? If anybody wants to document that, they can go check it out. San Antonio, Texas. Three of us died out of 65 uh, within 10 minutes.
0: From getting shot. And this was for the military?
10: For the, for the Air Force.
0: For the San Air Force.
1: Antonio, Texas. Yep. Wow. Well... well that sounds safe and effective
0: yeah i'm certainly i'm certainly glad you weren't one of the ones who perished on that day because then you would not you know become the legend that you are today
10: right yeah Yeah, my my mother was three months pregnant when she got married so she could have had an abortion and i wouldn't have been here either
0: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah that's true hey river dave any final thoughts
10: yeah, it's good to hear you guys in there. I only get you, to uh, you too. Saturday evenings at, from 8 to 10. Uh, I don't know. Are you on other times during the week?
0: Yep, we're on seven days a week from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to call, you know, call between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. seven nights a week. Earlier is better, of course. Uh, because, you know, will folks will try and get in at the last minute. Yeah, but, and, uh,
1: uh since I, I I know you probably don't have a lot of access to technology, we do have a, a listen line, too, if you just want to hear the show and not talk.
10: Oh, uh, yeah. All I've got is just a phone. I don't have a computer. I don't even know how to turn a computer on. So <laughs> I'm completely illiterate that way.
0: But
3: no problem, we, brother.
0: We got if you're you.
10: Going out be, if you're going out beaver trapping, buddy, I can tell you how to get them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, River David. You're welcome to call us hey, anytime.
10: I don't want to. I don't want to make a nuisance of myself. That's all. I just. Uh, if I call like once a month, is that too
1: often? Or? <laughs> You're, you, you can we, call as often as you like. It is a pleasure to hear from you. We only have
0: one rule, and that's one call per night. So we will talk to you again soon, River David. Thank you so much for the call.
1: Yeah, and uh, if if you want to call in just to listen, it's uh, 603-283-6160. Oh, wait, that, no, no, that's, that's the number. call in line. Yep. Sorry, uh, the uh, the listen line, sorry, is uh, uh, 360-398-4482.
0: River Dave, everybody.
1: Uh, let's yeah, go I'm, I'm to. I'm betting he expected to see people die when he ended up in the military, yeah. but maybe just not quite that soon. That's a horrible mm-hmm. story. Uh, speaking but of horrible, let's not get bent out of shape. That is a 95 percent non lethal set of vaccines. Yeah, that's true.
0: Speaking of people with horrible stories, we have David in New Mexico on the line. Two Daves in a row. What we? Oh
1: man, if I got him for you. <laughs> Hey, hey, Dave! I I wanted to ask a a, a quick question since uh, I know you've got your
5: Zamora Zamora M Monica Zamora that's her name. Um, so I was
1: going <laughs> to ask actually about uh, uh, Senator Ben oh, John Ray Lujan. John Romero
5: John, John J Romero Jr. The other judge? Is that what you're talking about?
1: No, I was uh, I was actually asking more about the uh, Luhan gruesome family. Luhan Oh, you mean the governor that dumped the water on the crotch of one of her. Uh, uh, staff members,
5: and then grabbed his uh, wet crotch, and then uh, paid him off. One hundred fifty thousand. Is that the one?
1: That sounds about right. So I was wondering if you knew that if uh, if she was related to a Ben Ray Lujan, uh, who is apparently well, the some, senator. There's
5: some there's some uh, discrepancy on that. Some claim yeah. that they are cousins. And then uh, others claim that they're not related at all. So I guess we'd have to ask uh, Governor uh, Michelle Lujan Grusom, uh, are you related to Ben Ray Lujan or Ben Ray Lujan's daddy? You know, Ben Ray Lujan, that's junior. And uh, Ben Ray uh, Sr. was the uh, Speaker of the House for the state of New Mexico for years and years and years and years.
1: Hmm. Sounds like there might be some kind of nepotism going on. Who's your daddy? Oh, baby. Oh, you
5: mean nepotism? Nepotism, you mean like um, uh, Bernalillo County? You know, that's where Albuquerque is, Bernalillo County District Attorney Raul Torres, married to uh, Nasha Torres, Nasha Torres, Dean of Students, which makes her the chief disciplinarian, uh, the the equivalent of the DA at uh, the University of New Mexico that has their own police force with uh, transsexual officers that uh, that arrested me for calling into their radio station, KUNM You mean that one? Like nepotism like that?
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty nepotism.
5: Sure does. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But that's, you know, it's funny that you should ask because that, that kind of ties into what I was calling about. I just made a little mini list of uh, ever since the M. Monica Zamora and John J. Romero Jr. illegally trafficked my children uh, as per the unanimous decision of the New Mexico Court of Appeals that I hold here right in my hand, um, I've been keeping track of the... the uh, uh, indiscretions of uh, other notable people in the state of New Mexico, like for instance uh, Manny Aragon, who embezzled four million dollars when he was building a courthouse, or Heath White, sheriff, who embezzled I don't know forty, sixty thousand dollars from Torrance County, or Catron County sheriff, uh, who is uh, missing at the moment uh, uh, after being accused of embezzling uh, twenty thousand dollars or so, or Cheryl, Cheryl Williams Stapleton, uh, who just got convicted of uh, embezzling five Wait. million dollars.
0: Wait, I'm sorry, David. I'm, Some, somebody's missing? What
3: did you do?
5: Yeah, the well, the sheriff, after they accused him of embezzlement, he kind of went missing. Oh, I think geez. he's down in the oil fields making $100,000 a year uh, doing a different job since he's uh, he had to skip town because he was uh, accused of stealing money from the sheriff's department. But, yeah.
0: Wow. I mean and yeah
5: again it just
0: illustrates the insanity of having a system that draws nothing but psychopathic and sociopathic behaviors
5: but, but man but man that that's only that's only like uh, literally let me say I got 12 lines of these uh, examples and that's only the first two lines I haven't even got together 10 lines yet and this is this is all in the last like say 10 15 years in, in New Mexico.
0: Hey, thanks for the call, David. Sadly, your show prep will have to wait for another time. Uh, Maybe call earlier next time if you are able to do so. It's always easier and better to get in earlier than later. We are out of time. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Free Talk Live. Find us at freetalklive.com.
3: Peace.
4: We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party